0: So two things happened yesterday before the state of the union. Well, one thing happened before the state of the union and that was Trump having lunch with news anchors. <laughs> this this happens. And who are the news anchors? David Muir and George Stephanopoulos from ABC, Lester Holt and Chuck Todd from NBC, and Nora O'Donnell and Margaret Brennan from CBS. I, Margaret Brennan does the Sunday show. I like her. I don't always agree with her. But I don't find her objectionable. I, I, I think that she, she pushes. I, I never have a problem with that whatsoever. CNN was left out. So was, as he called it, MSDNC. Get it? Do you get the Get the job. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. Great to be with you. 833. Got Tony. 833-468-8669. Right? Maybe it was going to be a briefing on what the State of the Union was going to be. But instead it was a president was, who was described as chill. Who's totally convinced he's going to win re-election. Talking about the problems with media. And being a, being a, uh, being a treat always freaks them out every story that shows the president as decent freaks them out i'm in dc right i was here for the state of the union and uh, i i actually was in uh what's known as the eisenhower office building the old executive office building there on the grounds of the white house uh, it's all considered the white house but neither here nor there uh and uh spoke with karen pence the second lady of the united states and she was heading to indiana uh she's filing for president trump for re-election so and they would reached out and said hey do you want to talk i said i'm going to be in dc this said, perfect come on by so i came on by i was i was in her office she has a nicer office than the vice president by the way she has a better view at least that much as is, is for sure she's very into she teaches art she does a lot of work with art therapy for veterans and it's it's kind of interesting how that how that works um But I asked her and somewhere I have this audio, Uh, Ari, it's like it's like halfway into the audio or uh, a little bit more. Uh, And I asked her about, you know, she is. So Karen Pence is is an unbelievably nice person. Totally nice, nice person. And, uh, you know, you, you have President Trump who people talk about all the time. He's not a nice guy. How do you square the circle? Right. The question underneath was, "How does a Christian like you, how do you put up with a guy like him?"
1: Do you happen to have that, Ari? Were you able to find that?
0: Not nice.
1: Um, Well, you know what? I am around him all the time. I mean, frequently. Every week I'm around him for quite a bit of time. And um, I will tell you that he has always been nice to me, always been nice. And I'll tell you what, this president... um, kind of showed who, who he is at the core on the campaign trail. It was early on when he invited us to Bedminster and we went there in July and we knew he was looking at several people for his vice presidency. And he, he was kind of chatting with us, getting to know us. He knew that we had brought our daughter Charlotte with us and he offered he, because we knew she wasn't invited to our private like to get a chance to meet Charlotte. Can we have Charlotte come to breakfast tomorrow morning before we go out and play golf? So Charlotte showed up and he focused on her. This is a female millennial. And he sat and talked to her at length. What do you think about the campaign? What do you think about America? What issues are important to you? And, and when I saw, you know, for a mom, when you see how someone treats your kids, It means a lot to you. And to know that he was treating a female millennial this way um, told me that a lot of the stuff people say about this president just isn't true.
0: So that was that was that was her. Right. That was part of the the conversation. I thought that was pretty interesting because I I get this a lot, you know, uh, that there's a misunderstanding. That does not take away from the fact that he could say something you don't like or he has said something you don't like or that the man is a brawler and sometimes unnecessarily. Doesn't take away from that. But in the interactions, in the one on ones, y- you always hear absolutely delightful dude. So I'm not surprised by the story with the news anchors where uh, he's a pretty delightful dude. I'm not shocked by that at all. What was surprising was during the State of the Union, a guy got removed from the gallery. That guy is the father of a girl who got killed in Parkland. Fred Gutenberg is his name. Fred Gutenberg is an anti 2A guy. Now, I have absolutely no idea the pain he feels day in and day out regarding the loss of his daughter. I make no commentary to that whatsoever. I do, however say very clearly that that is in no way a reason for me to not have my Second Amendment rights. And I would say that to him directly, politely, but directly. Your pain, your experience cannot have impact on my life in a negative way. And me not being able to protect and defend myself with a firearm is a negative so what happened was, um, there was a conversation uh, that the president had. He was saying something about uh, guns, and there was some applause. And next thing you know, there's yelling from the gallery. It's this guy. Within a second, someone is there to say, "You got to go," and without a fight, uh, he 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 left. Now, did he show up knowing that he was going to get kicked out of the chamber? I'm willing to say yes. I'm absolutely willing to say yes. That's exactly what he did. Who was he invited there by? Speaker Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi invited him. He's then blurting out he's excused, maybe that got her annoyed, along with everything else in the very, very bad week, two weeks who knows how much longer the Democrats have had and she's like, oh, I can't take this anymore rip, 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 shreds up the the, the, the speech you know, the State of the Union and, and, and gone, I've had enough of this but yeah, I didn't, I didn't see that happen in the State of the Union but I got to admit, I, I, so I wasn't there we, we were trying to get me there to the state of the union. And I do think it's going to happen. Maybe the next one may, maybe the next one, but instead I was at the Trump hotel. So I had gone to the white house to do this interview with the second lady, Karen Pence and did the interview. And then the vice president uh, stopped by and I I won't get into that conversation. That was an off the record conversation. And so uh, there, there are, some, someone goes to see whether or not I can actually attend the State of the, the Union. I don't think it's going to happen, but they're being polite. I'm sitting there, and as I'm sitting in, in Karen Pence's office, uh, she's got coasters. There are these coasters. They're very, uh, very cool. They're heavy. I don't know. If they're pewter. And they're probably something you can get in a gift shop. But they have the seal of, of the vice president of the United States on it. It says vice president of the United States on it, and it's got it's got the eagle and you know the the, the laurel and the and the arrows and, and e pluribus And on the back, uh, which is got a uh, cork, it's signed by Mike Pence and Karen Pence. It's their signatures on there. And I'm I see the coasters. I'm like. Uh, you mind if I say, th- I'm going to take a coaster. Is that, is that a crime? Can you take a coaster? And, and uh, uh, they're like, no, you can't, you can't take a coaster. And then someone, uh, I think it was our chief of staff, uh, came by with a box and, and gave me a box of the coasters. I'm pretty sure he got them at the gift shop, but they gave me the coasters, and they weigh 9,000 pounds. And so they're, they're coming home with me. So I've got the coasters in my pocket. I then exit, and I'm like, all right, I've got to watch the State of the Union. I'm going to the Trump Hotel. I'm going to the Trump Hotel where Trump always has the well-done steaks with the ketchup. I'm going. So I walk uh, down Pennsylvania and, 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 and over to the hotel. Uh, there's only one way to get in. There's security everywhere. I get in. It is. It's the great Gatsby, but set in capital city of the Hunger Games. It's nuts. There are two bars, one at each end, and then you go upstairs to the, to the restaurant area. And then this whole middle area has got these chairs and, and couches, but there aren't many people sitting in them. Everybody's standing around the bars. We'll get to that later. So I end up seeing some old friends and people I knew in Los Angeles who now work in the administration, and I get myself a $10 Diet Coke, true story, uh, and, and I'm just taking it all in. And there are different types of people there. There are people dressed in a way like the like uh, the, the the custom suits there were people in velvet smoking jackets a lot of characters women in dresses so tight it, it I I I don't I don't know what they were doing I don't this it, it was one thing to be dressed for work it's another thing to be dressed for an evening out this was a this was intense intense and i look over and kimberly guilfoyle's right there at a the table with some friends and then it's like oh excuse me i'm sorry and bernard carrick is walking by and i'm like oh well look bernard carrick oh look there's nigel farage you know three days ago he was telling the uk to kiss off and now he's here in in in, in the trump hotel like this is nuts so i walk around and i look around and more and more people are coming in but there's like 60 70 seats, these these nice cushion chairs and these, these couches. Nobody's sitting down. I mean a couple people here and there. And I look over and, and every, you know, chair or the table by the chairs see please the host see please see the host or hostess to be seated. I'm like, okay. I'll go to the host. How do I, th- th- there must be, there must be a deal. There must be a cover. There must be something. I said, okay, tell me what the deal is. What's with the chairs? Well, you sit wherever you like, but just so you know, tonight for the state of the union, it's a $150 minimum. I said, it's a $150 minimum to sit down. Well, yeah, you, you ordered, you know, whatever, no matter what the bill is, we're going to, it's going to be at least $150. And I said to myself, well, I'm not going to the State of the Union. This has got to be the next best thing. Count me in. Get me a seat. I had uh, the Caesar salad with crab cake croutons. Uh, with crab cake croutons, sorry. Caesar salad with crab cake, cake croutons. Um, I had um, wings. They were a 52 spice dry rubbed wing, a little too salty. In my take. And uh, for some other people, I ordered uh, the candied bacon, which comes uh, four strips or six strips. And they come hanging via clothespins on this on this rack with some rosemary. And literally, they set it ablaze. They warm it up with a giant torch and set the rosemary on fire. (laughs) So that's that's what came uh, to to the table. And and I'm like, all right, I'm 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 in it. And then the State of the Union starts, and they're playing it, and these people are cheering and screaming. And then like Kamala Harris would flash on the screen, and everybody would boo, uh, and they you know they they would get to some moment like jobs are doing great, and they show the Democrats just sitting there, and the people would laugh at them. It was insane. In Sane. But just as there were the people who were dressed up in a way and my God, how much did that suit cost? How much did that plastic surgery cost? There was there, there was a guy in there wearing a jeans and a t-shirt and the t-shirt said fake news in a circle uh, around it with a line through it. And he was wearing a hat like a cheese head, but it was a Make America Great Again trucker hat. Giant foam hat, Make America Great Again. And, that, and that's what he was wearing. And it was like, what, what am I witnessing here? And everybody's happy. Everyone's talking with each other. There was one guy, uh, he was wearing a, a sports coat, uh, a, a blazer, and it was nothing but pictures of Trump's face. It was the weirdest thing I ever saw. Everybody just happy as can be. Crazy, just crazy. Um, the, the, the food aside, and they also, had, uh, I, I guess for, for Ivanka and Jared, they have a whole kosher menu. There's a whole kosher menu, kosher snacks, kosher meals, ev- everything that you got three course meals, like 125 bucks. <laughs> it's, it's nuts. Um, it, was an, it was an interesting cross-section. You know, some people told me this is where you go to feel safe. And some people told me, this is the place uh, to see and be seen. It literally is like no place else in Washington, D.C. I can't tell you if it was unsettling or not. I assume that that place and its support for Donald Trump is like every other place in D.C. during the Obama years. Right? You look at, you're sitting there, you're looking at, you're watching everything, you're like... This is not normal. It's got the president's name on it. Look at all these people. This is, this is weird, right? And they're publicly cheering. And there are, there are these 20-somethings with Make America Great Again hats and suits. and it's, it's, it's ridiculous. And then you're like, you know what? During the Obama days, they didn't need an Obama hotel. They had hotels. They had bars. They had restaurants. Because conservatives were never allowed to do this. That's what it, that's what it struck me as. Like, this was a, a freeing moment for people to gather publicly and be like, yeah, yeah. I like what's happening. I like what's going on. I will say this. The servers, like everyone works there, like they know the score. They're, they don't care. They are so happy to work there. The tips have got to be out of control just insane the money that must be made by the servers and the bartenders at the Trump Hotel so that's how I engaged the State of the Union it it wasn't like being there but it was
1: a unique experience all its own I'm Tony Katz